We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up, Cheyenne? Good morning. Happy Monday. Uh, those two words never belong together. Happy and Monday. <laughs> I'm just so happy to see you. It's a happy Monday because I get to come in and spend the day with you. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I feel like the uh, the right words to say here would be back at you, sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you too. You too. <laughs> it was a uh, busy weekend. Had the uh, the concert out there. What, what is the official name of that? Concert? The concert at the Coliseum. And you had Ernest. You had Post Malone out there. A little chilly of a night. The wind factor was pretty bad. Well, first of all, Ernest. That dude, you know, he's a buddy of Morgan Wallen's. Um, We've seen him here in the Valley a couple of times. And he must have been so stinking nervous to be walking out to that stage, opening for Post Malone, when probably three quarters of the people there probably didn't no know who he was. No idea who he was. Yeah, no idea. They're but probably, I will tell you, they left knowing who he was because he was phenomenal. Yeah, he did a great job. And then Post Malone took the stage, which Post Malone, I've never seen him perform live before. Yeah, neither had I. Tattooed pretty much head to toe, uh, gold teeth, yep. big old grill. And it's when he talks to you on the mic, he's so soft-spoken. Yeah. And he put the F word like every three words. <laughs> that's, that's like how he talks. <laughs> But uh, he did pretty well as as well. It's like, how many songs do we know from Post Malone? And then you're pretty much able to count it, you know, as it goes along. You did, yeah. You did really well. You, it's, it's, it's crazy when, like, because you hear songs on the radio all of the time. And you really don't, sometimes you don't even remember or recognize who sings them. And then you see them live and you're like, oh, that's your song? Yeah. That's you? That makes sense. <laughs> it was one of those situations yeah. with Post Malone over the weekend. Phenomenal and, performer, though. I love watching him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Cheyenne. Drew Blando and I were talking on uh, Saturday uh-huh. out there because he was out there at the, at the concert and we were talking about how your social life has so has blossomed since mom moved down here. <laughs> and even it's it's blossomed so much that even your kid misses you, yeah, Cheyenne. I have not been. I have been. I mean, I've worked a lot. I don't think I've had a full weekend off in probably a month. Yeah, there were some work obligations over the weekend, too. But I have been yeah. able to go out a lot more and really enjoy life since my mom moved down. And really, that was kind of the point of her moving here was because I was getting like burnt out on parenting and not that it would have ever taken a backseat because that's always my my first priority but it was to the point where the only human interaction I had with adults was when I had like work events and that was it because you had to be home with the kid yeah so uh, being that you were so active socially yet has your mom had to sit you down and have a conversation that uh, this is your son (laughs) this is not my son no even when like I go out and like I'll go dancing with my girlfriends and stuff generally I don't leave till later so Easton's already either in bed or he's almost ready for bed 
Um, but I mean, when your kid tells you over the weekend that he barely sees you. That's not what he said. What did he say? He goes, this is the longest you've been gone in my whole life. Exactly. But <laughs> he's exact talking about, thing. he was talking about multiple, like on the span because like when I go and do work stuff on the weekends, I try not to take him if I don't have to because yeah. all he does is sit there with his face in his tablet. Yeah. Like that's not fun for him. Yeah, let him do that at home when, when uh, your mom's watching. Yeah, him. they go out and they go, they go to the park and they go do yeah, things yeah, together. There's something that, yeah, yeah. She's Rather than active. sitting on a chair watching me work, which is boring. But that had to hit different though. Hearing that from your kid, this yeah. is the longest time. <laughs> no. I spent a lot of time with these in the last three, four years, man. It's just been him right. and I. <laughs> Son, this is mama's time to go find you a dad. So you relax, sir. Wow. <laughs> you don't understand the work I'm putting in, okay? Yeah. Better respect that, kid. Connor and Cheyenne. Morgan Wallen, uh, who should probably have gotten a Grammy nomination, did not. So he was not at the Grammys last night. Yeah, shocker. Did you watch it at all? Um, I didn't. I watched a little... Uh, uh, clips and stuff. The Grammys are just so long, and it's there's so many genres you got to get through yeah. and watching some people that you may not have heard of, and you know maybe maybe you'll find your new favorite artist. I don't know, but it it was pretty lengthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a memoriam uh, part where they kind of ran down everybody who we lost in the last year, from music uh, executives to drummers to to bass players to like full on. Musician stars like Jimmy Buffett, right? Uh, they they ran through all of that, and it was like 15, 20 minutes long. And that is long. It, it was at that point that I turned the TV off and went to bed. Yeah, I was I was waiting for uh, Luke Combs, and he performed at some point last night with uh, Tracy Chapman. I did that see the cool. video of that. It was really really good. I will play a clip of that coming up a little bit later on this morning. Uh, but Taylor Swift. <laughs> Of course. How, how, do, how do you get through a Grammy where she won and not talk about her? She, well, she won early on in the show. I was able to watch this. It mm-hmm. was her 13th Grammy. Jeez. Uh, and she took the opportunity to announce uh, a new album. It was just very fitting for her. I mean, 13 a lucky number. Uh-huh. It was a 13th Grammy. So rather than thank everybody, she just announced a new album. And here is uh, her announcing this album. I want to say thank you to the fans. Bye. Telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years. Which is that my brand new album (laughs) comes out April 19th. It's called called The Tortured Poets Department. I'm going to go and post the cover right now backstage. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. (laughs) I love that she runs her own social. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Just pull up her own Instagram with hundreds of millions of followers and just uh, announce it right there in that moment. No big deal. Yeah, no big sweet. deal. Uh, I just, but I, I can't help but think that this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing is a publicity th- <laughs> publicity stunt. I, Lay it on me. Why? If, if they're in love, happy for them. Okay. Yes. If they're genuinely in love, happy for them. But isn't the timing all suspect here? <laughs> you know, I mean, they started dating, what, six months ago. Um, Travis Kelsey's podcast has never been as big as it is. Yeah. She's got a new album coming out in April. There's just so much attention around the two of them right now. I mean, they're both superstars. So, I mean, is it timing? Is I, I don't know. Is it just is it perfect timing? Because it could be. It could be. It's all coincidental. It could be. What do you think, Abe? I, you're not. Abe's typically not the same. He's not the same page with me when with my <laughs> conspiracy theories. Never, never, <laughs> never, never. I'm trying to get there. I, I want to be on your side, but 
artists like her release albums every couple years regardless so i don't know but but it's all like the the timing like the the album just happens to come out in april when all the attention is on her and travis right now i just can't think of a time when there wasn't attention on her even pre-travis I mean, every time she gets a boyfriend, she's got know. attention. Having so. been in radio like during her the span of her whole career, I feel like every time her album drops, it's a it's an event. Yeah, especially with her diehards. So like, I don't know, her winning awards and dropping albums is exactly par for the course. Yeah. I, so I'm trying to get there. But I mean, <laughs> he, he, wants, he wants to be on your team. We, we we can all agree that I was right if they break up in like June, right? I mean, after well, the album release. Why. Yeah, well, I know, but I mean, they, they could come up with a reason as to why they broke up. They just had their differences if, or yeah. whatever. If he, what if he reverts to his old twenties self and cheats? Then that then it's kind of like well, par for the course. Also, on that it seems one. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, then we can expect another album from her two years after <laughs> this one coming out in April, right? Yeah. And it's all about Travis Kelsey yeah. reverting back to his twenties with another, yep. you know. But again, if they're truly in love, can't help but be happy for them, right? Yeah, you can't help but be happy. I love love. (laughs) I love love. (laughs) Gunner and Cheyenne. We are officially in Super Bowl week, y'all. Yay! (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) I am. I, you know, the big, uh, yesterday I actually got some stuff done around the house because there was no football on TV. Uh Aside from the Pro Bowl with flight football now, which I mean, (laughs) honestly, I do enjoy the flight football with the Pro Bowl more than the lack of tackling when they were in full pads, you know? So it is, uh, it is a lot more fun to watch uh, this time around, but the big game is coming up on Sunday, and we took the opportunity over the weekend when we had the chance to talk to Ernest backstage at the concert at the Coliseum at the 16th hole on Saturday. He's a sports fan himself. Yeah, he is. So we asked him his prediction for the game this coming Sunday. You got the Chiefs, you got the 49ers, who you got? And uh, here's what Ernest said. Uh, here we who do you got on the game on Sunday? It's looking like Taylor Swift is going to win the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. That's the most accurate prediction I think I've heard all week long. I think the script has already been written. Taylor Swift okay. is probably going to have an iconic, you know, two-minute drill comeback there in the fourth quarter. I'm going to go 27-24 Chiefs. Chiefs. Ooh, we're going 49ers. I don't care. I don't, <laughs> I, don't give a I, I don't care about either teams, but that's my prediction. Yeah, I, I get the prediction though, dude. Twenty-seven, twenty-four, Chiefs. Last two minutes of the game, Mahomes making a drive, you know, and they uh, maybe score the uh, the winning field goal or whatever. What, what even, say don't you, even Abe? Put that out. Don't even put that in the universe. <laughs> but just think about it. Like, that would be the perfect script, right? Because yeah. Taylor's all nervous. Will her man's team pull it out? <laughs> I will say if the Chiefs have to win, I hope it it comes down to the last second, like the last play of the game. Yeah. That way, at least us fans of the sport itself get a true battle. You know what I mean? 27-24 feels pretty good, though, right? Yeah. Well, especially if it comes down to a last second field goal or touchdown. All right. 27-24. I can get down with that. Yeah. You can put some money on it there, Cheyenne? Absolutely not. No. (laughs) I don't know that I would bet on it either. No. (laughs) Camel Country 107.9. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Gunner and Cheyenne. Gunner, let me ask you a question. Okay. If you walked in here and there was ketchup piled, like had been squirted on the counter, how would you clean it up? <laughs> I'd look at you and be like, hey, wait, you want to clean up that ketchup? <laughs> okay. If I wasn't here, how would you clean it up? Uh, I would assume just, you know, wiping it into a garbage can and then cleaning uh, up the residue. Right, I mean, it just depends on how much ketchup is on there, right? Yeah, and I'm asking because there's a new trend going around on TikTok where, like, girlfriends and wives are taking ketchup bottles, squirting ketchup on the counter, and then recording their significant others as to how they clean it up. So there's a wrong way to clean it up. Yes, I think there's a wrong way to clean up physical ketchup on the counter. So what's the wrong way to clean it up? So one of the guys that uh, is kind of like in his viral 15 minutes of fame here cleans it up by squirting bleach or like cleaning solution onto the ketchup <laughs> and then going to wipe it away. I can see why you would think that would work. But I mean, that, that's obviously not the best way to do it. It's a terrible way to do it. Like to me, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, think about like if your dog took a poo on the carpet. I mean, are you spraying it with a carpet spray? No. And then rubbing it? Exactly. I think dog, so, grossly, dog poo is like the best way to like relate that. If there yeah. is it on the tile, how are you cleaning it up? You clean up the mess first, and then you spray it, and then you clean it. Does she test the same guy with dog poo or no? <laughs> I don't think so. Because no. I, I, I feel like if he's doing that with a ketchup, he'd do the same thing with the, uh, the dog poo. There's that. I mean, maybe. I don't know. All I know is there's a lot of people who are like, the way that he's cleaning up his ketchup is means for breaking up. Okay. So you pass the test. That looks nice. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the one test you pass. <laughs> the, the one test? I feel like there's more tests than that. But I'm at least keeps cleaning up ketchup. At least I know I'm a winner there. Yeah, hey. But I feel like that's like a basic household chore that everybody should be able to do. Kind of like laundry and sweeping and cleaning the toilet. Right. And I know you don't normally do the household chores. So is no. there something that your wife specifically doesn't allow you to do because you just don't can't do it? No. I mean, I, I, I'm sure I could accomplish the task if I was asked to do it. I think she's just asked me enough, and I, I don't know. I don't know why she lets me off the hook, honestly. <laughs> I really don't. I think I could properly get it done if I needed to. Your hesitation really terrifies me. Well, I, I'm just trying to think, because you, you ask if there's any chores that my wife has me do, and I, I don't do the dishes. I don't do the laundry. I don't clean the floors. Mm-hmm. I don't vacuum. What, 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 what do you do? I take the garbage out. <laughs> wow. Which I, well, well, that's the, what you have kids for. <laughs> that, that's what I was just going to say. Actually, we've got my oldest daughter taking the garbage out now. So what is it you say you do around here? That, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the quote that's rolling through my head right now from Office Space. <laughs> I must be amazing in other areas, Cheyenne, for me to be sticking around. You get off the hook because of that one thing. Whatever that is.
But it got me um, thinking, like, what is that one chore that your significant other just can't do? We've been married for 15 years, and I can't think back as to uh, why I've just never been tasked with that. <laughs> Maybe you should just do it. Yeah. And don't say anything. Yeah. And watch the benefits just fall in your lap. Yeah, I feel like you would definitely benefit from that. Benefit how? There's nothing more attractive Dude, to a that, woman than I'm a man you, doing chores. <laughs> the best uh, adult time I ever had in my life came when I did a bunch of stuff without being asked and not making a big deal of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> He's still not doing it. He don't care. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. Is there a household chore that you just do not allow your significant other to do because they're not good at it? I could definitely see some people doing this. But I firmly believe that household chores should be like equally shared because right, it's not if, my sole responsibility to do it. Let's head out to Peoria. Hi, Brenda. Hey, how's it going? So what is a chore that your man, like he did it once and you're like, never again. What is this chore for you guys? Okay, there's a few, but the one <laughs> main a few. one. He just sucks <laughs> at household chores. <laughs> is the laundry. What do you mean he's bad at the laundry? How, how are you bad at laundry? So he lost his laundry duties, we'll call them. And I recently let him start doing the laundry again, but he shrunk my work clothes. Oh, no. He shrunk all my, my pants. I would get ready for work, and my pants were like capri pants. <gasps> I'd be so And then mad. he ruined my blouses. He just threw everything in there. And just okay, permanent press warm. See, I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a dude and I'm asked to do laundry, you throw it in there, you turn it on, put it in the dryer. That is the get boyish thing to say. I know that's exactly <laughs> right. Well, I'm revoking his privilege again. You're revoking it I again. I would too. Yeah. Well, no, you know what he did? He just decided instead of folding the clothes and putting them away. He thinks he's done once he washes all the laundry. He just dumps it on the bed. Yeah, so what are you supposed to do? He's like a laundry fairy. Folds <laughs> <laughs> everything for him, but he's like, "Okay, I'm done." I'm like, "No, you're not." This is why Gunner's wife handles 99% of the household chores. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a tutorial. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks, Brad. Now let's head out to Santan. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? So uh, I'm assuming this is you messing up the chores and, and not your your significant other. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't put her on blast on the radio. <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> All right, what what are you messing up? What chore are you not allowed to do? My wife won't let me near the dishwasher anymore. Why? So one time she told me to do it. I uh, accidentally, but I won't even call it an accident, but I, I, I used regular dish soap because I, I didn't know any better. Oh. Loaded it up. I stepped out for a couple of minutes and then I come back to the kitchen and massive suds coming out of all sides of the dishwasher door. I thought it, I thought the whole thing was broken. I'm like, we got to get the plumber. You got yourself a phone party going on in the kitchen, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah accidental <laughs> phone party, but she did not want to dance. How? 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 Like, did you not do dishes, girl? I'm so confused. I can under. I, I mean, come on. How? You can't. You can't understand how this can happen. No. I can't. You have liquid for the dishwasher. You also have liquid for the sink. And then, I don't use liquid for my dishwasher. Okay, that's maybe why it didn't happen. If it's a oh. tablet, that's easy to explain, I was like, this, right? I'm so confused. They also have dishwasher fluid, so I can understand him grabbing the wrong one. Unless, Michael, you did it on purpose to get out of chores. Is that something you want to admit to this morning or what? 
<laughs> no, I wish. Then I, I'd figure this out in more places to get out of more chores. <laughs> now, now I might. That, now you might have inspired me for future chores. Yeah, laundry, whatever fair. whatever it is. Maybe go- I'll uh, put some dish soap into the laundry machine. Get out of that. See, how many guys do that, though? They go and purposely mess it up so that they don't get asked to do it again. I feel like this is so top of mind for you because you do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Camel Country 107. Jordan Davis, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? We're very well, thank you. How's the beard? <laughs> the beard is the beard is in prime winter fashion, which means if you saw me, you would probably offer me five bucks. Oh, I gotta tell you, Gunner is has always been jealous of your beard because he cannot grow one yeah. to save his life. Uh, my jeans just don't do it. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could say that I I did anything to help this, but I just got to thank my mom and my dad. You know? <laughs> so there's not a magical lotion or anything like that I could rub in my stubble. <laughs> no, I wish I wish I could. Maybe maybe we could come up with something and make tons of money. Oh man, yeah, use me as the before and you as the after. Oh, we kill it because <laughs> I've been I've been sent a lot of beer products throughout the years, yeah. and maybe there's some special concoction that we can just mix them all together and. <laughs> Hey, I'm here you know, for within it. a week. We got some time. You're going to be in town coming up on uh, June 1st. You're on the Luke Combs tour, the stadium tour, man. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's just it's still kind of crazy to think that. Which you know, we got to tour Luke last year. Uh, you know, when he was doing his two nights in arenas, but to get to see Luke in a stadium and to get to open up for him, man, it's just going to be a special night. Man, I was over the moon when I got the call for the offer. So uh, I'm grateful to Luke and it's going to be a fun show. It will be. And there's also going to be a lot of people there. What do they fit in there? 70,000 or something like that? A lot of thousand. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah. did that um, number, did that amount of people in all in one spot, like register in that, in that moment? I mean, really not until you just said that. That's a lot of people. <laughs> He's like, well, now I'm kind of peeing myself, but thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be awesome, you know. And I think being out with Luke last year, um, you know, his, his fan base was great to me. And to being able, you know, to do it again in such a big venue, man, it's just going to be awesome. I love that. Um, I want to talk about your songwriting, dude. Your songs just, like, really resonate. And just, uh, you know, everything that you're singing about with, with love and relationships and everything else. I, actually, let me break it down to the Tucson Too Late real quick, just because Tucson's two hours away from us. Can you tell us, like, the uh, like when you wrote that and the idea behind the song and using Tucson in that song? So the initial idea was Tulane Too Late, which Tulane, the school in New Orleans. So when I first heard it, I was thinking, like, you know, we actually started writing this song as a two-lane highway too late, you know, I hit the two-lane too late. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So there's about a 30-minute period where we were talking about two different, totally different things. And until finally he was like, hey, man, you know I'm talking about the college. And I was like, oh, I did not know that. That's actually very confusing. we got to find something else with a T that is a little more definitive. So uh, we landed on Tucson. And actually that song kind of came from – Keith Whitley's Miami, Miami. Uh, I've always, that's always been one of my favorite Whitley songs. And I thought it was just really a cool way of kind of telling a breakup story and, and, you know, making a breakup with the city as opposed yeah. to a girl. 
Oh, I, th- I love that though. I thought it was uh, pretty witty. Uh, about a month or two ago, I told Shai I had to go pick up my sister at the Tucson airport, and I made a funny on the radio and said, "I got to make sure I don't get to Tucson too late." Damn, yeah, yeah, you know, you know that, that whole thing. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. Well, you know, the first time, uh, the first time I flew into Tucson, I, that's what I told somebody the other day. I thought it was gonna be really funny, but the first time I flew into Tucson. My plane was delayed like two hours, so oh. you know I was a little I was a little late getting into Tucson my first time as well. So it's got it's got multiple meanings, and I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're kind of like the same wavelength. I feel like we can get the same beard thing going too. So, you know, so, come you on. can keep yeah. dreaming, my man. It's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so your latest songs, you know, from what my w- world spins around to which the I next, love, by the way, the next thing you know, slow Thank dance you. at a parking lot, oh. you know, take it from me. Just so many feel good relationship you know the special someone song so was there a moment when you just kind of felt like this is it i need to stay this path well i think it was just truly where i'm at in my life right now you know i think early on right and i kind of tried to stay away from that you know i mean i know a lot of people say like you know stay away from breakup songs stay away from real life songs stay away from being a dad songs Mm -hmm. And I just didn't like what I was writing. I truly had no connection to the lyrics when I would get away from that. And with this last record with Bluebird Days, it was kind of like, man, I just, I'm just going to be as honest as I can in the writing room. And we're going to go cut our favorite songs that we've written. And it just so happened that all those songs were kind of songs like that. You know, songs about Kristen with What My World Spins Around or, you know, just how fast my kids have grown up in the four years, you know, that we've been having babies you know, is where next thing you know came from. So it's just kind of like, you know, right in the honest spot in your life that you're in. And I just feel like that's how most people are going to connect with that anyway. You wonder what I love about that, though, that Jordan, is that as a, like, as a single person who doesn't have anybody thinking about them in that respect, <laughs> like when I listen to these songs, it makes you like yearn for that kind of love. Like they're so honest and they're so pure that you just listen and it just like it fills you with love. Well, thank you. And I think to be able to do that with people who don't live with that currently, like that's that's impressive. I appreciate that. That means a lot because, I mean, you know, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to write. Obviously, I'm writing songs for my audience. So I love to hear stories like that, that, you know, whether you're with somebody or not, you know, and even like in next thing, you know, whether you're a grandpa or not, you know, that line about seeing your grandkids run around, you know, it already hits me and my, my oldest is four. So mm-hmm. it's kind of. That's what makes country music so great. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, totally. it's, it's just a, a honesty in it that you don't get in a lot of genres. Uh, Cheyenne asked that question uh, because her next question is, uh, do you have any single friends? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to, but now that we're on topic. Because <laughs> you said, I, man, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm, I can keep an eye out for you. Well, thank you. If I come across a guy that I think is deserving, I will I will pass him. Oh, that's sweet. Well, for reference, I kind of look like your wife. So okay. if they, That's right. We did point that. We that's have, right. Yeah, I look a, your wife and I look a lot alike. Yeah. So Really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, well then maybe maybe I can have her look as well. So she there so There you go. Yeah, there we go. Unfortunately, my wife's type is uh, you know, massive massive beards, but you know, <laughs> well, you know it is 
Hey, well, here. That's, 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 that's my type, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, okay. Then we're on to something there. We're cut from the same cloth. Well, yeah. we've got a date to powwow as to uh, the progress on June 1st <laughs> when uh, Jordan is in Glendale at State Farm Stadium on the Luke Combs Damn Good Time Tour. Still a few tickets available. I know uh, Jordan's date is selling pretty darn quick for mm-hmm. obvious reasons, you know. So we will see you in uh, Phoenix, dude, out there in Glendale on June 1st and looking forward to meeting you for the first time. I can't wait. Thank y'all so much for letting me call in. Gunner and Cheyenne. A very cool moment at the Grammys last night was when Luke performed this song. It, the performance, guys, was good. Here is Tracy Chapman and uh, Luke Combs. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Be myself, I got nothing to prove. And we know how the rest of the song goes, but I mean, just a phenomenal performance by the two of them. And I'm sure Luke finally had his moment. I know they tried to get her on the ACMs or CMAs or something like that. And she had turned that down, but maybe it was for this reason. You know, Grammy's kind of got more of a a broader, a big bigger, deal. bigger audience to yeah. be performing at the Grammys. And they harmonized so well together. Like when they when they sang together, it sounded so good. But Luke did not win for best country solo performance with that song. That actually went to uh, Chris Stapleton and White Horse. Chris was the uh, the big winner yesterday. Yeah. So uh, he had uh, best solo country performance, best country song, both Chris Stapleton, best country album went to Lady Wilson and her Bell Bottom Country. Which is a phenomenal album. I love that thing. Lainey, I love this part in her acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. Take a listen uh, to Lainey here. I am from a farming community in northeast Louisiana. A little town of 200 people. And I'm a fifth generation farmer's daughter. And I would consider myself a farmer too. And and everybody that I surround myself with, I think they're farmers too, but they're story farmers. And it's about getting up every single day and planting those seeds and watering them and watching them grow. And sometimes when you find the right farming community, um, you can have a harvest of a lifetime. And I truly believe that. And I think that's exactly what this is tonight. I love her. Story farmers. That should forever be a thing. I kind of wish that they did something more with Jimmy Buffett. Mm -hmm. All they did was kind of flash his picture up there and maybe for a few seconds. But I I feel like they had an opportunity there with Margaritaville, Mm -hmm. you know, with that song and doing something. Because they did have um, Stevie Wonder and uh, a couple other performers uh, doing some songs from like a lot more showcase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But to do something with Jimmy Buffett. That would have been cool. I mean, come on. But I feel like we feel that way though because we work in the country music world. So I mean, we're that's like, what it is. More! yeah, and I, you know, <laughs> and I mean, I wish we had a little bit more country involved yeah. in the Grammys, but uh, it is what it is. But congratulations to the winners. And Jelly Roll did not win on uh, the best new artist, but he was nominated, and that in itself is cool. It's a, it's a good honor. Yeah, but I mean, to actually win and hold that trophy, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know. Camel Country 107.9. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. So it's uh, it's National Fart Day. <laughs> it's a day that Cheyenne's had circled on her calendar for months. I mean, frankly, who doesn't love a good fart joke? <laughs> so uh, to start your morning off, a fart joke. <laughs> Release it to a Cheyenne. <laughs> hey, Gunner. Yeah. Why is it a bad idea? To fart in church. Why is it a bad idea to fart in church? Because then you'd have to sit in your own pew. 
Oh my <laughs> god. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. <laughs> your own pew. Like your pew pew. And then like your That's pew. what they call the, uh, the the wooden benches at uh, church is a pew, if you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Gutter and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 107.9. Time to play Pick Your Battle. Uh, we got tickets to the 34th Annual Ostrich Festival, which is coming up next month. In Chandler, one of the great country shows coming. Uh, you get to choose which show you want to go see. But we got to play Pick Your Battle first, Cheyenne. A little trivia game. Are you ready, Cheyenne? Certainly. Abe, are you ready? Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh. Uh, uh, let's ask the question again. Abe, are you ready? Uh, yes, sir. Got her. are you ready? You betcha, matey. What? Did I, get, did I catch a matey in there? Wow. Uh, there was a matey. Uh, it just felt right in the moment right there. I don't know. All right. Uh, Ed did not mark the spot on that one, buddy. Sorry. Julie <laughs> is in Glendale. Are you ready to play, Julie? I am ready. All right. Five questions or 60 seconds. Whichever comes first, you'll have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. Abe, Abe is stretching right now. <laughs> what is the category? Your category today is Peter Pan. Specifically, the Disney animated classic, which was released today in 1953. Yeah, well, I'm going to just leave now. Uh, this is really basic stuff, guys. We're not dealing with major plot points here. All right, Julie, who do you want to play against this morning? I'll go against you, Gunner. Yeah, yeah that's a solid idea, says the girl with the Disney tattoo. Gunner's leaving the studio. All right, Abe, question number one. All right, Julie, here we go. Where does Peter Pan live? Neverland. Correct. What allows John, Michael, and Wendy to fly? Uh, fairy dust. Correct. What's the name of Peter's band of misfits? The Lost Boys. Correct. Who is Captain Hook's first mate and right-hand man? Smeed. Close. Uh, Smeed. Oh, so uh, I feel like it, it's a pronunciation issue. Yeah. Okay. Smeed or Smeed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. All right, I'll give yeah, it to you. Yeah. And what is Captain Hook afraid of? Oh, the crocodile. Correct. Yeah. The alligator. Yeah. yeah. Let's bring Gunner back in. Five for five time on the clock. Good job, Julie. We're going to bring Gunner back See, into I, the I studio. I told you it wasn't so bad. Yeah, that was right? super easy. No, five for five, Gunner. Oh, really? Yep. All right. So you got to get all of them or you're going home. She is uh, set the bar high. <laughs> yeah, Wait, you get has. to leave early if you don't? <laughs> right, is well, that a thing? No. <laughs> Can I play? <laughs> all right, question number one. All right, Gunner, here we go. Where does Peter Pan live? Neverland. Correct. What allows John, Michael, and Wendy to fly? Um, magic. In the form of? A carpet. I don't know. <laughs> it's not don't a they Latin, fly in a bro. carpet? Oh, no. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> What's the name of Peter's band of misfits? The Neverland Pirates? No. Come on. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Captain Hook's first mate and right-hand man? He's a little short, fat dude, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's his name? I, he's wear, he wears a striped shirt. I know that. I don't, I'm glad you can describe yeah. him. I don't know. Pass. What is Captain Hook afraid of? His shadow? No. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've seen this movie, honestly. <laughs> no. Come on. <laughs> What's he afraid of? Yeah. 
Uh, time. T- uh, um, Tinkerbell? You got a whole one. I got one? You got one. <laughs> Tinkerbell, why would you be scared of Tinkerbell? I don't know. I, what else would you be scared of? I've never no been idea. more disappointed in my life. <laughs> uh, Julie, you win. Yay! Yay! So, it's the 34th annual Ostrich Festival next month in Chandler. Big and Rich, Gretchen Wilson, and Cowboy Troy on Weekend 1. Chris Lane and Lauren Lane on Weekend 2. Which show would you like to go see? I'm going to go see the Mafia Trio. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Mafia. Good stuff. Gunner and Cheyenne. What trouble did your kids get into when they were left alone? Uh, <laughs> I was a single dad last week, Cheyenne. My wife was up in Washington State. Uh-huh. She was on a work trip. So it was me, my 12-year-old, and my 7-year-old. Right. And with my hours, I'm out of the house at about 4.30, 4.40, you know, every morning. So my oldest sets her alarm. They get up. They get up and head off to school on their own. And my daughter texts me before they leave the house. I see it on the camera and stuff like that. Well, on Friday, I told my oldest that I had a work event to do. Uh-huh. I didn't tell her the time, which was later on in the afternoon, but she just kind of figured that, hey, he's not going to be home at his normal time around noon. He's going to be home later after the time that we typically get home from school. Okay. So what happened? Okay. They did not go to school on Friday. <gasps> she texted me at the normal time at 8 a.m. Said, hey, dad, we're leaving. I said, okay, I love you. And I mean, that was the third day of them doing that on uh-huh. the road. So I didn't think to check the cameras. Everything was great. Because the first three days. Because the trust had been built. Yeah, the trust was there. So I get home after the show on Friday, and they are still at the house. No! They're just on their tablets. Kaylin's on her phone. And you should have seen the look in their eyes the moment I opened that Horror. door. It was like a deer in headlights. Dad's oh. home. We're not at school. What'd you do? I'm not the kind of dad that goes and grabs the belt and starts swinging away. Well, that's you know, I just you can't do that. But I, and, and I'm, I'm the calmer of the parents. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, but I'm not. One, my wife would have just freaked the heck out. She'd be yelling and screaming and yeah, and and they'd be cowering <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I'm just like, give me your devices. Get up to your rooms now. You wow. lost your devices for three weeks. Oh my. Lord, I would lose my mind. I would absolutely lose my mind. Honestly, I'm shocked that they would even think of pulling something but like that. my job of being a single dad was great up until that point. <laughs> and you <laughs> failed. So your kid has never done anything like um, when you weren't paying attention. Maybe you're out in the garage working out, you know, lifting that that iron. And he was in there like, oh, I got some free time for mom for the next hour. No, he'll just like sit and play on his tablet. He really, my youngest really just keeps to himself. Yeah. And so does my oldest. They don't really... You know, they back talk and they do their own thing, but nothing when they're left alone. I'm very lucky. Until you go looking for something. It was hidden somewhere. It's broken. Honestly, probably. (laughs) I'm sure that that will happen. What trouble did your kids get into when they were left alone? We'd love to hear what you got. 602-894-5653. You can also text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, what trouble did your kids get into when they were left alone? My daughters, they skipped school. And yeah, my daughters are young, 12 and 7. And they tried to pull a fast one on me by saying they went to school, but they didn't really go to school. They just stayed at the house last Friday. And the amount of terror that they had in their eyes when you got home. Because like yeah. I remember growing up, mom would like call us. She'd be like, hey, I'm on my way home. The dishes and whatever needed to be done. And you would deer in the headlights look and rush to get everything done. Yeah. Same thing. No, I thought that. Except they're... for the fact that they didn't know you were coming home. No, they didn't. <laughs> you know, I don't give them a heads up that I'm headed home anyway, no yeah. matter what I'm doing. 
you know, because I I don't want them to have time to do what you just said, right. put everything away. <laughs> no, you want to see up. the no. disaster to see the hellions that they were. That's right, but I thought they were at school. I walked in, they were not at school. So, head out to Buckeye, Cheyenne. Okay. Uh, hi, Maddie. Good morning. Good morning. All right, what trouble did your kids get into when they were left alone? Oh, baby. Well, I don't know who was in more trouble, them or my husband. <laughs> I guess what happened. <laughs> Well, I had a work trip that took me out of town on a Thursday and a Friday. Um, and my husband texted me Thursday afternoon. You just left. Yep. Yeah, I was just going to say, I just left. Just getting settled. <laughs> okay. And he just literally texted me a photo. And it's my two daughters. They are five and seven and a half. And not only do they both have full faces of like attempted makeup. <laughs> Adorable. Okay. <laughs> right? Which I'm fine with, but attempted by their five and seven and a half year old selves, you know, like yeah. eyebrows, crazy, lipstick everywhere but the lips. It was crazy. Yeah. But they also had haircuts <gasps> <laughs> provided no. by said children. Let's just say it was not good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like kitchen scissors that are dull, like oh no. hair, like Misfit Barbie, you know? <laughs> Misfit Barbie. <laughs> Misfit Barbie. It's like oh. it's the uh Kate McKinnon in the, uh, the yeah. Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, my husband was watching them obviously while it was gone. He works remote and he just laid on the couch for a little cat nap. And during that, you know, cat nap that turned into an hour and a half, mm -hmm. my girls decided they wanted to play beauty school. Oh, no. I'm not graduating them. Definitely not graduating <laughs> they them. They failed. They failed they beauty failed. school. <laughs> yes. At least with the makeup, that comes off. Yeah. You know, the hair just takes a while to grow back. That's something that'll live with them for a while. Yes. Yeah. So it was fixed. But one, my five-year-old, I had to literally have her head buzzed. Oh, my Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. hair will grow back. Like, we know that hair yeah, will grow but back. Still, but for still, for many, how many months she's got to walk around with a buzzed head? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other girl, the seven-and-a-half-year-old, this is so awful. You guys, she has like a... She has like a baby mullet kind of going on. Just <laughs> call her a hey, Morgan Wallen fan. It's you know? trendy yeah. right now. Because yeah. like, I don't know, some of it was kind of long in the back and uh -huh. like the top was like all short and it's like she loves ponytails and I was like, well, I went to the hairdresser. I was like, if we could kind of give the girl the best of both worlds and not take it all off and she was like, she'll kind of look, look, look like she has a mullet and I was like, well... She doesn't look in the mirror from behind, you know, but yeah, I'm sure her teacher, when she went to school on Monday, was like, what the literal heck? Yeah. Oh, my on, goodness. So. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't trust your spouses alone with the kids if they're nap takers. <laughs> <laughs> Camel Country 107.9. Well, we are officially in Super Bowl week. We are also officially in the week of the WM Phoenix Open. Yes, that is something I can get behind. But I'm going to deflate your sale a little bit here, Cheyenne, because as I look at the forecast, no, I <laughs> the know. weather forecast, it looks all I see is a lot of gray and 70% chance of rain tomorrow, 80% chance of rain Wednesday, 40% chance of rain Thursday, 20% chance of rain Friday. And it just kind of sog. I don't. I mean, the last number of years that we've gone, I mean, mm -hmm. it's been blue skies and sunshine every single day, right? Absolutely perfect. Soggy golf sucks. It really does. I don't like it. I'm still going to go, even if it's raining. Well, yeah. I mean, but I won't lot, like it as much. No. And I, I mean, won't be as cute. A lot of. <laughs> 
a lot of the yeah, you're not gonna be as cute having a uh, an umbrella strapped to your head. Exactly. Like it's just not as cute. Like one of those umbrella hats. You exactly. know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I won't be having one of those. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of those walking around the uh, the golf course. I won't uh, be catching no husbands this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be chilly. I you know. know. You see a lot of the uh we were kind of joking that a lot of the spectators of a particular gender. Uh, like to go, and they or don't even know anything about the clothing. golf. Yes. Yeah, very little clothing, know little about golf. They're just trying to catch themselves a man, you know? <laughs> a and, rich husband. Yeah, but <laughs> if it's rain and cold. How are you going to dress cute now? Yeah. Yeah. Look, look cute in that yellow rubber rain <laughs> suit. <laughs> I don't know what they would wear anyway. But, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how they dress. It'll be interesting to see like how this all plays out yeah. this week. If there's going to be delayed play, if they're going to cancel any days or whatever. But uh, just know we got some rain, some wind, some thunderstorms on the way. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Bird's nest fully covered, right? <gasps> That's right. Hardy and Bailey Zimmerman on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We got Dirk Bentley on Thursday with Mitchell Tenpenny. Oh, and he Mitchell's what? Mitchell's wife's going to be and there. Mitchell's wife is Megan there. Yeah. Patrick. So that'll be uh, two great shows, and we'll see you out there on those shows. Yep, and we'll be dry because it's covered. I know that's the nice thing. <laughs> too bad, too bad you can't cover a golf course, right? I know. I know. But, well, have an amazing day. We will see you back here tomorrow, Camel Nation. It's Camel Country. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.